Did you know that it's possible to survive the boss from hell without quitting your job or selling your soul? Hi, my name is Ken Williams and I'm a certified life coach and a master of connecting with people. I've had a lot of bad bosses because who hasn't? And I'm the host of the Bad Boss Podcast, a podcast where we explore ways to improve relationships at work so that you can survive the boss from hell. So join me as we delve into the ins and outs of working with people that you never wanted to be friends with. If you're hoping to reduce your work stress and increase your job satisfaction when it seems impossible, this is the podcast for you. Get ready to discover the power of untoxic positivity and learn how to survive the boss from hell. And happy Monday. Whatever day is today, whatever day today is, happy Monday. Welcome back. And we are talking about the common denominator. Common denominator is a, um, it's a math term. And a lot of times in math problems, depending on the type of problem and depending on the grade, you may hear that uh, you need to find the common denominator. If you're not talking about math, you might be talking about uh, other things where you just want to find a common theme or common thread. So as we talk about the bad boss, I'm going to pull back a little bit. Let's talk about relationships because interacting, dealing with the bad boss is really, it's really a relationship. We're talking about how do you interact with people? How do you relate uh, with other people, which is, that's what a relationship is, is how do you relate with, uh, with somebody else. And I was talking to a friend recently who um, just had a failed uh, relationship. They split up. Don't have a lot of details. Doesn't matter, but they split up and started uh, seeing somebody else. And <laughs> okay, to be fair, I'm, I've been married for longer than maybe a lot of you have been alive. <laughs> So, so I believe that the first step in a relationship is you're talking, we're talking, we're talking. And then it goes to, I don't even know what the next step is. Is that dating? Is that, I don't know. But so they're talking and then they are hanging out, they're going out, whatever the the steps are. And that breaks up. It's painful. These, these uh, failed relationships can be very painful and I'm not discounting that at all. But the question that is, and, and this is, Something that I think, you know, there are jokes about this. Somebody who's been married, divorced several times. The the question then is, what's the common denominator? Well, the common denominator in all of your failed relationships is you. The common denominator in all of your bad boss experiences, unfortunately, is you. And I said in the intro that uh, I've learned how to deal with the boss from hell because I've had a, a lot of bad bosses. And that is true. But it's time for me to, to uh, turn, shine the light on me that maybe I'm part of the problem. And I'm saying that if you've got the boss from hell, maybe there's a little part of you that's contributing to that. And if you're willing to be open to learning what that is, then um, reach out to me. I'd be happy to help you. Um, I'd be happy to, to help because if you can figure out what it is, that's that's creating this dynamic between you and the boss from hell and you and the next boss from hell and you and the past boss from hell, then maybe you can fix it. And maybe that's affecting other relationships, relationships with kids or with spouse or with friends or with whatever. And if you can have the self-awareness to fix your relationship in one area of your life, then it will fix the relationship in all areas of your life. 
So I'm going to, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to shine the light on me a little bit, tell you a little bit about my experience and I'm going to be very careful to not, uh, disclose <laughs> who I'm talking about. Um, and it doesn't really matter, but I've, I've shared, I think in the book, um, I shared about the boss that I had one time many, many years ago who did not say a word to me for a month. Now I wasn't keeping track of the days. It just, I realized after a couple of weeks that, um, her office is just right across the hall from, it wasn't even the hall. It was across the, the walkway from my office and we would pass each other in the walkway or in the hall on a daily basis. And there was the awkward smile nod thing, but no, not, not a single word escaped her lips. She did not say anything, not a good morning, not a hi, not how are you, not a what, what are you up to, nothing, not a word. And so when I realized this, my immaturity, <laughs> that my immature reaction was, oh, she sucks. She's horrible. Let's see how bad she is. And it became a game for me. How long will she go without saying a word to me? How long will it take before she says anything at all? Now, at the time, I was uh, an analyst. And there were a couple of other people who were analysts, but they had a different emphasis, different function. And she worked with them on a very close basis, very regularly. They met in her office um, there were two of them and they met, uh, twice a week and I met zero times a week. <laughs> like I said, she didn't even say a word to me. And so it was, I don't remember how long it had to have been a month or more. And I finally, I finally had enough evidence that she was just a horrible boss that I went to her and I asked her. I've noticed that you're meeting with these other analysts on a pretty regular basis. Is that something we should be doing? Um, yeah, I, I guess so. And so we started meeting. It was productive and, and, you know, frankly, she didn't understand what I did. She didn't, maybe she was intimidated because I had a, a skill set or a, a level of understanding that was different than hers. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, that all went to, into my story about why she was such a bad boss. But the thing that um, I now understand is that I contributed to her being a bad boss. Every little thing that I found, and in this particular case, it was the fact that she didn't say a word to me for, for a month or more. Everything that I found, I used as evidence in my story, and I retold the story over and over again, that this is more proof that she's a bad boss. And I had plenty of evidence and I was able to tell the story very, very well. So that's that situation. I have had plenty of experiences where I have been um, not the ideal employee. Uh, as wonderful as I am. <laughs> and I have people who will tell me that I'm, what my wife will just stick with her. She'll, she'll tell you how amazing I am. And, um, because I, um, have skills that maybe bosses of mine don't have, uh, it's, there are times that it's easy for me to be maybe a little bit condescending and a little bit disrespectful. I've had 
plenty of those conversations with my bosses in the past where I was a little bit rude because, um, well, you clearly don't understand what my function is here. So let me just tell you. <laughs> so what I'm, what I'm learning, what I have learned, what I am learning is that my experience with the boss from hell is at least partly my fault. Maybe a hundred percent. We can explore that at some point, but at least partly my fault. Now that doesn't mean that I want to be micromanaged. It doesn't mean that I want to be spoken to in a disrespectful manner. It doesn't mean that I will even accept that. We've talked about boundaries in the past and it's absolutely acceptable to put up a boundary. I'm not going to allow people to use this kind of language when they're talking to me, for example. But the story that I tell myself and the story that I tell my uh, outside relationships, my wife, I was talking to my wife one time and I, and I realized I'm telling you the exact same story I told you yesterday. I just, the details are a little bit different because it's a different day, but the, it's the exact same story. And maybe I'm contributing to part of that. So in your interaction with the boss from hell, what if, and just think about this, especially as, as it relates to the, the victim mentality, the ability to make a decision, the, the, the opportunity to act and not just react. What makes you show up the way that you want to show up? What behavior allows you to be how and who you want to be? And I acknowledge that at least in my own experience, there have been plenty of times that I don't want my bad boss to succeed. I don't want him or her to succeed. And there's a problem with that. (laughs) I don't want him or her to succeed because what will that look? If, if the boss is successful, then maybe uh, their boss thinks something positive about my boss. And I don't want that. And that's, that really is a childish <laughs> way to think about it. Um, but it's, it's been interesting as I have kind of explored this uh, with myself that, yeah, uh, there are a lot of things that I do, a lot of things I think we all do, at least to some degree, where we're a little bit childish, a little bit selfish, a little bit um, rude and condescending. And so just explore the idea. We talked a few weeks ago about the fact that you might have to be willing to not be right about something, but explore the idea that maybe you're contributing to the problem. And if that's true, if you're contributing to the problem, then you can fix the problem and you don't have to change jobs. You don't have to change bosses. You don't have to change anything other than you change you. And then the problem is totally, or at least mostly eliminated. It's huge. And that goes back to what we talked about a few weeks ago with with, um, taking responsibility for your life, not being the victim of the relationship, but being the decider in your life. Decide who and how you're going to be, even if it makes the boss look good. (laughs) If the boss is truly bad, 
they'll figure out how to screw it up on their own. <laughs> they don't need your help. But um, yeah, every every bad relationship that you've been in, whether it's the boss from hell or anything else, you're the common denominator. And so fix you. If you want another perspective, send me a send me a, a request. Send me a message. Ken at kenwilliamscoaching.com or I've got a link in the show notes to my schedule. Uh, get on my schedule. Let's chat. chat. And uh, we can talk through what um, what this can look like for you to have a great relationship with the boss from hell, which will be really uncomfortable. We talked about that last week. It'll be really uncomfortable for you to have a good relationship with, with the boss from hell, um, but it's but it's worth it. So those are my thoughts for this week. Not sure what we'll talk about next week. Maybe we'll talk about gratitude. I had Thanksgiving a few weeks ago. It's that season. And we'll talk about how gratitude can make a big difference. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bad Boss Podcast. We hope you found it helpful and inspiring. Remember that relationships are a work in progress and making mistakes is normal. And if you want to have a better experience with your own bad boss, I'd love to chat. Reach out to me at Ken at KenWilliamsCoaching.com or check out the link in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with others who might benefit. And until next time, don't forget to spread untoxic positivity everywhere.